All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You're listening to Real Life, a podcast from the Nation Network. I got 50. I got 54 days. Real Life podcast brought to you by Hanson Distilleries. Mark Michaud, bag milk. We may have, may or may not have a guest. I don't know what's going on. This interrogation room is really true to form days. We don't know who's going to pop in today. No. It's good, though. Just, we, uh, it's just a Bago and Majo podcast. Ah, right it rhymes. See? It rhymes. I we worked got, on that. We got rid of that heel, Christy intern. Yeah, he got that job he was interviewing yeah, for. Yeah, good, good for him. I'm yeah. glad he's really happy. Oh, look, it's like a sitcom. We are live. For real? It's Wanye. What the hell are you doing? You couldn't wait for me. Well, someone was all chatty, chatty, business, well, business. Well, Gregor wanted to talk smack. Chatty business. Welcome. Mm. We're live. We're rolling. Unbelievable. Can, you hear, me? Can you hear me? Chris, the intern, sat in that chair last week, so I apologize if it's Chris. If it feels weird. Or intern Chris. Chris, the intern. Did we Chris, the intern, yeah. Chris, the intern. Same guy, same guy. We're, We're your waters, boys. Well, Jeez you. Louise. Thank One, you. two, Yankees. Congratulations thank on you. Judge. Aaron Judge, named American League Rookie of the Year. One. It's been like months since months. I last saw you. You were clean shaven. Yeah, and yeah, I got my travel beard. Yeah, on you've right been. Now. You've like that's been like three weeks. No, it's been two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, well, every I, moment I apart feels like it. Is. It, it, it might have been three weeks. It has been. What's uh, what's been going on? This is, where have you been? Yeah, where have you been? Is the real question. Yeah, I went to Iceland for you, a you music were at Hansen Distilleries. Yeah, yeah, I was living in a <laughs> vat of vodka at Hansen Distilleries. What's a music festival in Iceland me. look like? Uh, cool. Yeah, it's uh, I go I go every year. It's a good time. Seventy five percent Icelandic bands, twenty five percent bands that you think you might have heard of, but you're not really wanting to tell the other hipsters you haven't really heard of them. And uh, who was there this time? Mumford and Sons. Oh, I've heard of them. They I were, saw them. I saw them at uh, Rexall Place. Put on a good show. Oh, yeah. I no, didn't I, get to go because the, the, that event was sold out and you have to get an extra ticket and things like that. Oh, but mm. I saw Icelandic rappers with 35, 36 letters in their name. Easy that you've nice. never heard of. What's an Icelandic doing? rap show look like? Amazing. Yeah. So 
Iceland's such a. I mean, I can prattle on and on about Iceland until the end of time, but nobody wants to hear that kind of nonsense. But I think they do. They have the craziest culture in Iceland because they only have 300,000 people who live there. 250,000 of them live in Reykjavik. And one in 10 Icelandic people will publish a book in their lifetime. Really? One in 10? One in 10. They've got like five daily newspapers and a million magazines and a trillion (laughs) artists and a gazillion bands and a trillion babes and a quadrillion other things. Gusts of wind mostly. It's like their whole country is Instagram. Yeah, pretty it's much. It's unbelievable. And and so you go to these shows, and we started going uh, maybe four or five years ago, and you kind of get to know the people, and then you listen to them at home, and then they put on a new album, and it's very exciting. And now, like, man, Icelandic hip-hop, I don't know a word they're saying, but it's really, really good. Like, the quality <laughs> of beats is unreal. It's all produced in Iceland, no and it's way. really, really good, yeah. So you've been going to this for like four or five years? Five yeah, this years? is my fourth fourth year going to this festival. Yeah, it's called Jeez. Iceland Airwaves, and it's a, it's a really good time. Did not know that. Well, we definitely missed you on the podcast. Well, yeah. We, we launched a wrestling podcast we since did. you last been here. Oh, that's why I can't figure out how long I've been gone. It's because we were lying and said that we were here, but we weren't really here. That mm-hmm. is, and yeah, the Oilers have gone out pull Yarvi. Like, there's so much. I don't even know we what we a lot to talk about. There's a lot. Yes. There's a lot to talk about. Tell you what. We'll take, I take an, my sweatshirt off. Yes, we'll, we'll take an early quick time out on the Real Life Podcast. what was that? funny rhyme you had? Uh, Bago and Majo. Bago and Majo. Oh, man, you and made up a here. rhyme while uh, I was gone? There's a lot going Son on. Son of a bitch. You're listening to the Real Life Podcast. The Real Life Podcast is brought to you by sumojerky.com, which I thought was a stupid business at first until I got into it. Let me just explain it. It's basically a jerky of the month club, which sounds very, very silly until you start thinking it through. So basically, head over to sumojerky.com, sign up yourself, or even better, give it as a gift. Now, you're not just getting sumo jerky. What sumo jerky is, is they source like artisan handmade jerky that you would find at a farmer's market on a Saturday morning in like uh, Topeka, Kansas. Like they'll get all these strange jerkies that you've never even thought of or heard of, but it's the top quality jerkies in the world. Matter of fact, sumojerky.com has had one of the highest satisfaction ratings of any subscription service on earth since 2014. Think about artisan beef jerky showing up at your house every month, or even better yet, showing up at your dad's house every month as a gift. You get him a Christmas gift and you sign up and it just shows up every single month. He gets three types of jerky you head over to sumojerky.com type in your preferences so you don't get the cilantro jerky and you don't get the pineapple jerky because you got basic taste and you get pepper jerky and teriyaki jerky but it's from texas and it's made with love and it shows up if you want that to be part of your life sumojerky.com is where you need to head we're back on the real life podcast the three-headed monster has returned from Iceland. Have you been saying Hansen's Distillery last show? I have, just, oh, like, have to. I have Unbelievable. Yep. I, I got been. liquored up before I left. On, on Hansen's? Yeah. Okay. On like a gold owl vodka or something, Ooh. and it was <laughs> smooth. I saw the label for uh, Nation Vodka this past week. Ooh. Did you? Yeah. I wrote a blurb for the bottle today that mm. was... Hmm. Subpar, they said. That's Excellent. What we, that's what we call a tease in the radio. Yeah. Industry, oh, a boys. tease. Yeah. Well oh my done. god! I wonder what he wrote. I should buy a case of vodka. <laughs> we should, do we have, Idiots. Do we have like an ETA on when this vodka will be available? I don't know how long anything takes anymore. Things that yeah. I think are going to take forever happen quick. Things that are going to take quick in my mind take years. So TBA on Nation Vodka. It's in yeah. the works. TBA. Yeah. TBA. Likely before the end of the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably. A, okay. Yeah. That's it, fair. Before <laughs> April. No. No. It'll at be, some point. No. No. It'll be. It'll be the next couple months. Okay. We're just saying on the way in, I was like, the nation has become like this hilariously intricate machine with so many whirring parts. And we're walking up and Bagmo's like, 
oh man, you know, we got, we're thinking about this writer and this writer. What do you think about that? And I'm like, I don't know, and I don't care. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I just said I don't care. And it's not that I don't care about the nation or I don't care about who's writing on it, but like, you know, there's there's so many things now that go into the operation of the business versus like three or four years ago, and it's oh, just yeah. like, hey, you want to high five and retweet some shit all afternoon? Now it's like there's a lot going on. Well, I'll use like, an example. Do you think Mark Zuckerberg was asked about adding more than just the thumbs up, or do you think that just happened on Facebook? Uh, what like how how does you know you give, you give like the thumbs up yeah, yeah. the heart yeah. the yeah. crying do you yeah. think they just happened one day or like hey by the way boss we want to add this as he was walking out well Zuck's an interesting dude because he's pretty decentralized right yep. so he's got his teams like the Instagram team the Oculus Rift team so I would assume that somebody made the decision and at some point may have hit him but that was pretty early on or was that just a recent thing I think it's been the last year it's or been so, a little right? while yeah because it used to always be like my grandma died I like that right, it was right, always right. Really <laughs> you know what I mean but yeah. it was always super awkward like Insta yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. saying goodbye to an old friend. I heart that. I know that when they developed the news feed, when they switched over, because remember how all of a sudden it came from like kind of like a MySpace thing where everybody had their own page, you had to go yep. visit them to the news feed? Yep. That was all Zuck. Really? That was him driving it. And he's like, this is how we're going to live in the future. And have you met my wife, Rissella, who wasn't yeah. his wife at the time? And now, like, I'm the fifth, fifth richest man in the world, and I'm running for president. There's three things that show up on a Facebook news feed now. It's one, pictures of babies, two, pictures of food, yeah. and three, reasons to hate the people you grew up with. Four, all the stuff from four days ago as well. Yes. That's become a real That's problem. just blowing my mind at Instagram right now. It's lost that immediacy where I'm like, yeah. hey, the oil are about to face the caps. I'm like, what the hell? It oh. already happened. Bunch Spe- of jerks. Especially when you follow, like... Like big networks or teams, it's like almost game day. It's like one week ago. I'm like, yeah, I know what happened in that. You're game. getting posts from a week ago I on am, Instagram. Yeah. Maybe I got to spruce up. Is my IP address I got to spruce up? I got to update my phone. Something. Oh yeah, you probably need to upgrade your phone. That's Either, right, said Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, the, the point was I was trying to compare the nation to Facebook, and they are probably equally oh. as powerful. Oh, easily. Oh, yes. Easily. We also influenced the U.S. elections. <laughs> what with our memes? I took a lot of money from Russia as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, at least yeah. it's nice to finally admit that. Uh, we chatted a little bit last week, but we guess we didn't have the pictures. You guys got to see photo evidence of me and all. Oh, my you want to talk about powerful? Oh. Powerful imagery. Magic. Nice. Star. Wars night. You just look so happy. I so really happy. Was. I honestly I really don't was. know if I've ever seen you look happier. And you're generally a very happy guy. I, I try to be, but it yeah. was it was fun because like everyone in just kind of embraced it that night, right? Yeah. A line that Yukon, uh, who hosts everything is wrestling, which you should check out right away. He yeah. says you're very you got to be serious about your silliness. Yeah, and that's something that I, I try to do. And I think yeah. he's a good example of that. And I had fun. Most not that fun running around. Never Ugh. thought in a million years I'd be running around Rogers Place dressed like a rebel pilot. But yet I got that opportunity. That'd be that like fun. if they had Zuckerberg <laughs> night for me. I'd be like, what? We get to talk about creating the news feed. And yeah, we th- just get to wear another hoodie as well. I was going to say, yeah, the host wears like a gray shirt and jeans. And that's like, welcome to Zuckerberg night. Has anyone had a Facebook night? Like in, uh, oh, I there's don't know. theme nights all over the place. I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Honestly, I was shocked when they came out with the social network. How many years ago was that? Yeah. I could not believe Facebook was getting a movie. And then I really enjoyed the movie. movie. That was the best movie about our generation. I use our generation. I'm a millennial. I know it's a dirty term. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like the We're best. We're all millennials here. Wink. That's like the best movie about something our generation has done, I believe. And that was that movie was sort of the landmark event that turned Zuck from like early stage entrepreneur who hit it big into like politician Zuck. Because yeah. at first you forbid everyone at Facebook from seeing it. Really? And then, yeah. And then the team, because t- Zuck has a team, it's like trying to make him more human and teach him how to blink oh, okay. at regular intervals and shit. And they were like, no, 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 you have to pretend you like it. So instead, he went and rented out a whole theater and took a whole bunch of people Ooh. to the Facebook movie. He was like, yeah, that totally happened. Is it also true that he 
not doctors a lot of his photos, but he sets up a lot of his photos. I heard Mark Zuckerberg is not a tall individual, mm. but in every single photo, he's towering over people. Mm. So it's certain angles like, hey, you store owner, go stand three feet to the left and one inch back. Yeah. So Mark looks taller than you. Can you confirm oh, or deny that? Well, wow. I mean, he's going to run for president, right? Yeah, so the so whole machine is now being set up to give him like, have you seen the article that's like, I don't want to run for president. I just want to meet every cow in Iowa. Have you seen those? No. Oh, there's like, because he's doing this year of traveling. Right oh, now, right? Okay. So he's going around, he's meeting everybody, he's talking to them about stuff stuff as a preemptive thing oh. for presidency but in 2020 he's only going to be 35 and you have to be 35 to run for office i swear we talked about this i don't in our I don't voluminous know. podcast i don't I, recall i could also be having a deja vu you have moment. to be at least 35 to run for president you do yeah really? and so he'll only be 35 in 2020 really? i feel like that's so young in the sense that, that i'm 32 actually. and i can barely run my own life You're 32 yeah i'm just a spring chicken here yeah i'm 16 yeah, he's 16 in the fall. Yeah. 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 I like it, boys. That's really interesting. So getting back to Star Wars now. Yes. <laughs> did you meet a Princess Leia walking around all dressed up? No, I, I met a lot of stormtroopers, though. Nah, that's There's a lot of in guys. In good costumes? Oh, wonderful costumes. Oh. And people travel this. There was an there's one my favorite Star Wars character is Admiral Akbar. Right. And there was a guy with an incredible Akbar costume there. Uh, lots of Vaders, lots of stormtroopers, though. I feel like that's the costume du jour. So how many people would you estimate dressed up at, for Star Wars and went to Star Wars? Now? I would say like 60% of the people there. That's no awesome. No yeah. way. So good. How many people were there? Uh, like, the lower bowl is full. So whatever wow, the lower bowl is so at good. place. Last week we were talking about on the podcast, Wanya, now that you're here, we mm. want to talk on mm-hmm. How great would it be if the Oilers did some kind of theme night or anything to kind of get people going like that? I don't, it'd be great. I just don't think they need to do that, you know? Well, they don't need to, yeah. but they should. I oh, mean, I the, agree the, the just general entertainment value once you're in the building, not so great. Like, even Halloween. Have you noticed that even people don't even dress up to the old Halloween game around? Or dress up in costumes around Halloween? That used to be a thing, didn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I love Roger's Place. I hope to be buried there one day. But I think that <laughs> what has happened is it's, it's like the Hilton opened up a hockey game. I'm going to go about, I would be buried behind, like, that curry place up on the second level. It's <laughs> oh, so nice. good. Yeah, yeah. No, like, I want to be cremated oh. and then sprinkled into the ice. People are like, why the hell is the ice so bumpy at Roger's Place this year? And like, <laughs> the ghost of one, you deflecting pucks. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's like a very five-star experience right now, which is a, tremendous. I mean, that's mm-hmm. amazing. But it doesn't really lend itself to, you know, the you don't see man, a lot of families there The anymore. common man, yeah. I like to put it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, think the facility itself is fantastic. I just wish that they would do more than, I mean, we've talked about this with Gregor before. We're just the crowd shots in between Oh, just players. startled Edmontonians. There's just yeah. like nothing going on there. Whereas if yeah. you look at a game like in Nashville, as an example, yeah. they're getting people going. They've oh, got man. stuff happening all the time. Facility's great. Yeah. What's a little ambiance? Well, the Squire just came back. He was in Sweden. So he went and had a nation meeting in Sweden, which makes wow. him the king of the office. He as came as back super Swedish, by the way. Did he, did, like, did you notice he's wearing like these fancy boots? He's all like, handsome yeah, now, too. Like, yeah, super yeah. handsome. What? He is? Yeah, he went fashionista on his Ooh, way back from Sweden. Ooh, God's sake. Look at me. I just rolled out of a dumpster. <laughs> Sweden changes people. Uh, but no, he went to a Swedish elite game and he was saying that uh, it was amazing, the fan experience. Yeah. They've, they, they really follow like the soccer model where they've got the one section of crazy people. People and they're all doing chants and everybody stands and claps and sings songs and shit. I think we need to start doing that kind I would of love stuff that. here. You know, after, during the decade of darkness, how many nights was the Esso uh, cars racing around the biggest <laughs> chair of the night? It was. It You're was. I love right. those fucking cars, and now they're not in the new thing anymore. Esso's like, mm-mm, we ain't paying them new rates. Like, but it's the highlight of the night most times. Yeah. Those spinning Tim Hortons boxes do nothing. On, nothing Also on the topic of crowd ambience, I know this isn't anything the, the team can do, but yeah. how many times when guys are on, or girls are yeah. on the screen, yeah. do they simply just tug on the logo on their sweater? Garbage. 
much. Is that just like an instinct that one guy did it once 30 years ago? Is this like, what happens because the city owns the arena and they're just like, okay, here's what we're going to do. You got to just show the city of Edmonton because they paid for this motherfucker. Yeah. And so everybody needs to just show their neighbors startled like, oh, 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 oh. And they, they, I like when they yeah. look at the they look at the screen so yeah. they don't see the camera. Oh, and yeah. So they're looking at the side of uh-huh. Never, face. It's, never. It's yeah. great. And it, they, there's that cognitive delay. Like, I should, you know, uh, Detroit 06, game three, I was wearing a giant foam beer hat and I'd had enough old crack beers or whatever, heroin beers. Mm-hmm. I looked at this guy on the scoreboard. I'm like, look at that idiot's hat. And it was me. I was so drunk. <laughs> yeah. I didn't recognize myself at first. And then it clued in. I think everybody has that when they're on the scoreboard. They're like, that guy looks awful. For me. Oh, my God. It's me. The- oh, it's me. Mm. Yeah, usually doesn't end well. My dad got a picture of me at a uh, Edmonton Roadrunners game Ooh. sleeping on the big screen. Come on. Yeah. What? During the lockout year? Hey, yeah. Roadrunners. Yeah. Wait, do you want any Roadrunners fans? I don't know, man. I uh, just a tuckered out little guy and fell asleep, and my dad just so happened to have a camera, and he snapped a shot at me. And that's the thing. It probably clearly wasn't cell phone camera. That's like, we got this developed, son. Hopefully this picture (laughs) works out of you sleeping. Rewind the scoreboard. I almost took a photo. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's talk about the Oilers. They wrapped up their East Coast swing. They went to New York. Well, both New York teams. They faced their former lovers in Eberle and Hall. They stealing points from X's. Yes, it's exactly what what they were doing. East Coast swing. It's good. Uh, Pujarvi made an appearance. I don't even know where to start. Uh, you guys happy with the five points in the eight games? I thought so. I watched every game while I was gone. I, I was plugged right in. What's the time I, difference there? It was six hours ahead. So you'd be, games are started at... Well, there was like the 11. matinee games. Yeah. And those those games so it really wasn't that crazy. But, uh, I think they're starting to wake up. Yes. Why are they so much better on the road? Mm, well, there's a few questions. Things. Number one, the Talbot twins aren't waking up Cam every 15 <laughs> seconds, right? Here's what I think happened. I was thinking about this while I was gone. I'm like, ooh, I got to have some hot takes when I get back for the podcast for the boys so that they're impressed by me going into 2018. That's what I was thinking, right? Do you remember Jordan Spieth? I do. Do you remember when he won whatever major it was that he won and then he became Jordan Spieth? Then all of a sudden he's doing a Wheaties ad and he's on C-SPAN. He's on the legislative assembly floor and he's meeting with heads of state and he's everywhere, Mm -hmm. right? I think that Connor McDavid's going through his Jordan Spieth post-Masters win. Which is like all of a sudden he's the face of Rolex, and all of a sudden it's on he's GQ. Yeah, and and there's like I remember the, the Squire saying we don't need him on Good Morning America, we need him at training camp because remember he was on Good Morning America. Mm. Connor McDavid is the best player in the league, but I think he's having that kind of like superstar arrival hangover, trying to adjust to a new life, basically. Well, and there's just so many more demands in your time, right? Where all of a sudden you know the probably the preseason launch plan he would have for himself had two weeks removed yeah. from it because he had to go be the cover of bloody NHL 18 or whatever the hell it is, which is totally cool, but I just think it's taken him a little yeah. bit while. It's like a little bit of a sophomore slump, but it's not your sophomore slump, although it kind of is a sophomore slump. The but funny thing is he's still on point, on uh, pace for like 100 points. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like five points out of eight on the road is fantastic considering who they had to play. Mm-hmm. The problem is that they're in a hole right now, so it's almost like you can't even enjoy a good yeah. thing, like a good road trip that's like... Fuck, sure you pl- can. We're Oilers fans. What the F, man? But We've like, learned how to segment our brains. But there's also the stress of already tomorrow. Like, okay, Vegas is coming in town. They've got those horrible gloves. Jerseys are okay, but they're horrible gloves and they're on a roll and I can't lose to Vegas. How drunk can I get on a Tuesday if they no, lose to Vegas? No. It's like one of those things where like this hole is just kind of ruined people's enjoyment of a good thing. Oh man, you got to turn the page. It's all about turning the page. You got to just turn the page <laughs> and just turn the page and say no more. I'm turning the page. You only have to eat beets twice this weekend. Let's talk about your beets. 
Those are the, all the talk twice, of the channel. Right? Twice, yeah, back to back. Do you do anything like, I watched part of the video. You don't even sprinkle like anything on it. You're just raw dogging so, it. First, <laughs> raw dogging <laughs> Yeah, You know I am. <laughs> uh, the first game, I made the mistake of just opening the can, pouring it in a bowl, and going to town. The broth was nauseating. Yeah. Like the smell of the beef. How did juice? this come to be? Like, explain. So, real quick, Nation Dan, dumbass. Yeah. yeah. It's oh yeah. As we're recording, don't know, this, don't care. As I would have said in the way into the building, <laughs> uh, November whatever it is. Yeah, minus fifteen outside. Right, son of a bitch, still wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Say what? He made a deal with somebody on Twitter that said he would be wearing shorts and a t-shirt every day until the Oilers got themselves to five hundred. This is the kind of kookiness that gets you into the nation lineup. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So he comes rolling into HQ wearing his shorts, wearing his t-shirt, and we're just like minus looking 15. at him, feeling bad. Yeah. yeah okay. So then I'm like, well, you know Did what, I'm going to get Because sometimes he walks to work? I don't know what his deal is, man. Okay. Like, honestly, like, oh, he comes in with, like, beet red legs. Like, they're all, like, they look beet like they're- Beet red? Is that yeah, what happened? Yeah. Is he in some sort of there. fight club that he didn't clear with you guys? Is that what's going on like with Nation Dan? I feel like I told him that he made this bet. He should just work around it by wearing, like, knee-high boots or something. Yeah. And tell, like, like the Squire brought back from Sweden? That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, get them Swedish boots. So anyway, Dan's doing that thing. And I decide, you know what? I'm going to not let you do this alone. Mm. After every time the Oilers get beaten, I will eat a can of beets until they get up to 500. I go to the. Do you purposefully hate beets? Or is I it, hate beets. Yeah. There's nothing good about them. No. They're the devil's testicles. Yeah. They oh. taste awful. Oh, yeah. The are you, broth is terrible. Are you terrible. whizzing like indescribable oh colors? Can you? Nobody told me how much fiber was in beets before I started this horrible ordeal. Oh, you don't so, know any beet lobbyists? They'd be no. the first people to tell you. So, two cans of beets, two days this weekend resulted in a whole lot of mayhem this morning, I'll tell you. Oh, wow. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. So, you're going to be eating a can of beets every time the Oilers lose till they get to 500. That's right. And how many games under 500 are we at the moment? Uh, Three or four. They just need to go on a quick run. It's doable. Oh, it man. is, yeah. It could be by two weeks. Imagine you do that in a decade of darkness. Oh, my God. You'd be more f- beat than man at this point. The disheartening part is that I have to go buy more beets just in case oh. tomorrow. <laughs> like, that's a sad trip to the grocery store. You got to, like, throw it out to, like, a GoFundMe and beat. I will just be like, hit me with your beets. I know you don't want yours. <laughs> and like, Nobody oh, does. Well, we moved into this apartment. There was a can of beets here 12 years ago, and no one's touched it because they're disgusting. I'd eat them. I know they we, are the devil's testicles. I know that's a great band yeah. name, the devil's testicles. Oh, good call. Uh, I asked mm. that question last week, but I already forget because lots have happened. What do you guys consider 500? The Oilers are 6, 9, and 2. Are they three games under 500 yeah. or five games under? I count the OTLs. So they're, they're five, five games. So you have at least, you're, well, we got at least a five game heater is what you're hoping for. I am. All in on this. I'm not going half ass with the bet. The funny thing is, though, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this stupid bet. Nobody's going to care. People cared. Yesterday, over 2,000 people watched the video of me Holy eating fucking beats. Holy so crazy that we went to the trouble of inventing the internet and then the mobile <laughs> internet on phones. And the culmination of all this R&D is you smashing back beats to a oil king sized yeah. crowd. And, yeah. and not even that, too. It's like the world is actually burning around us all right now. And yeah. 2,000 people are like, you know what? I'm going to watch this guy eat beats. You know what? These beats won't be about Trump. I'm going to give this a yeah. minute of my life. You know what? No Trump in my feed. That's very true. Or it's, that's why I follow you. Now, I'm getting sick and tired of all this political crap, which is what they want. That's yep. what the government wants when they give you misinformation, is they want you to give up. And But it's not my government. You know what I mean? My government's on the cover of GQ doing yoga and other sexy crap while uh, Rome burns. Uh, But I'm getting sick and bloody. Like, it's almost making me not like Twitter. Yeah. After the last game, 
I go on Twitter and I look, and like half the people are just like, oh my God, the others are so terrible, and Connor McDavid doesn't care because all he ever wanted was to get in the cover of 18, and that was the end of it. And Daryl Cates doesn't care either because <laughs> now that he got a free arena, he can go fuck himself. And then that was like the nice stuff on my feed. And then the other half was like people being like, oh, you know who really doesn't care about anything is Trump, and he's over there in North Korea right now doing a deal with Putin. And I was like, man, I really don't want to read this shit. I did a purge on mine. Yeah, probably. People? Yeah. Like, you killed your followers? That's right. <laughs> you invited wow. them to Nation HQ? Excellent, said Putin. You had that's 12 right. hours. Yeah. Per- that's what's damning the river to cause accidental okay. beach. It's all the bodies. Of- <laughs> but, like, no, I had to purge, like, a bunch of people I followed just because of the exact shit that you're talking about. Yeah. You have to. You have to make Twitter your own, yeah. is what I've yep. decided, especially in the recent climate. And I don't want to... There's only so much negative that I can handle. Absolutely. Whether it's Trump, Oilers, or otherwise. Now, you can do filters now, can't you? Yes. I, do they work, though? I've never used one. I don't think they work. Oh. I've tried to mute several things, and it doesn't really work. Mm. I've tried to mute the words LeVar Ball. You know Lonzo Ball's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, tried, yeah. No, he's deadbeat? Still, is he deadbeat? No, he's not a deadbeat. He's oh. just crazy. Yeah, yeah. He's, He's Earl Woods. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but if Earl, like, if Twitter was around when Earl Woods was, yeah. when Tiger was coming up, would have been nuts. Like that still shows up. He does. He's still unfortunately. Oh man, his son got arrested for shoplifting. I know in China, when you know they're doing a big, big baller. Yeah, or whatever it, just, the hell it is. just so happened they launched a pop up store <laughs> around the same time as well. Yeah, that's a little bizarre. Yeah, I wouldn't be like fake publicity shoplifting in China. Mm. No, of all of all the because places. Next thing you know, you're at a real work camp. I wouldn't oh, yeah. fake doing anything in China. Do you remember the story where that guy was? A couple, well, he just passed away, unfortunately, but he stole the poster from North Korea. Yeah. And they, like, threw him in. That was North Korea, though, not China. But anytime you're not in your country, (laughs) anytime you're just not what you're, you're played by their rules. You're in their country. Hey, man, I was listening to Pet Shop Shop Boys, and I have to go to my appeal (laughs) on the 14th of February, by the by, for wondering how that's going. I have appealed. That was my other thing, though. That wasn't Pet Shop Boys, one of my two legal incidents in this quarter, (laughs) but I understand what you're talking about. So you can't stand out of everything you're seeing. Oh, uh, what's his nuts? His dad, the big uh, ball Lonzo guy. Ball. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've I've embraced it that it's just stupid. But I was hoping not to see it. Though. Isn't he just like the designated distraction for his kid's yep. career? Yeah. Yep, that's very fair. He's got uh, three or four kids. One's in the NBA right now, Lonzo. One's in college right now, who isn't very good. He's only in college because he said, "I'll send my other kid there if you take this kid." So it's just it's, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like oh, he's masterminding deals. <laughs> Honestly, he's Matthew is. Knowles oh, putting together good. Destiny Child. He's yeah. going to find a way to get all his kids drafted on the Lakers, or at least play for the Lakers somehow, which is crazy. Imagine if like. The stall parents for that crazy. I want all my boys to play for the team I grew up cheering for. You know who I've never even seen once in my life is the Sedin dad. Ooh. I wonder what his oh, whole wow. life that thing is, is like, hey? I haven't even seen, you know there's a third Sedin called, <laughs> called Gary? No. no I, I made that up. When I, worked, when I worked in retail, we'd be really bored and we'd call other stores late on a Friday. I'm like, hey, do you have any Gary Sedin jerseys? He's like, oh, hold on. Let me check. And then they put the phone down. I'm like, no, we only have Henry and Daniel. Like, so you don't have a Gary hanging around there. The Sedin parrots would be interesting. I imagine when they retire, they'll be everywhere. But that's a good point. We haven't seen the Sedin. Hold on. When the Sedin parents retire, though? When the Sedins retire, I imagine their parents will be everywhere. Really? Why? I think so. Didn't like Smitty, have, like whenever athletes retire and get mm. their numbers retired. In their God damn! Have I seen Smitty's dad? Not don't they usually bring? Don't they usually bring the whole family out? Smitty's dad? I'm trying to think of what Smitty's parents would look like. The example, I was at the Yankee game this year, and they retired Derek Jeter's number two, and they brought everyone out. Did like, they bring out like, all his, all the babes? Yeah, <laughs> one yeah. by one. No, they brought like his fourth. That was cousins. a sellout, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I'd imagine when, all his notches down. When yeah. uh, Daniel and Henrik retire, we will see his parents. That's a good. I question. don't think I've seen Smitty's parents. Yeah, I don't know either. Now that I think about it, I've seen Walter and Phyllis. You've seen Connor's parents, right? Oh yeah. 
You seen Darnell's parents? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was that kick up. his ass, Jif, is oh, yes. one of the greatest things I've ever is seen. Jif? Gif? Jif? What Mash, do you say, Matt? Get a third here. I say Gif, but I've been told I'm wrong. Is is it like the peanut butter, like Jif? I will say both. <laughs> I will say both and really? not even think about it. And I don't care either all that much either. It's oh, tomato, no, you tomato. don't care about stuff too. So I didn't care walking up about what happens to our writers, <laughs> and now you don't care if it's Jif or Gif. <laughs> Listen. My missus is from a different country, mm. and I can barely understand what she says at the at you know most times. So, what do I care about Jif or Gif? That oh, is a good true. point. Uh, speaking of words, we all pronounce differently. Puliyarvi. Puliyarvi. Poor Maz. He's like, we got these nodes. <laughs> oh, we don't have many. What, I don't know why everybody's stuff. mad today for some reason. They're both chirping stuff and Puliyarvi. Yeah, scored in his first game. He, he looked did. good. He, man. Did, he looked. He looked like he was playing a simple game yeah. and just was trying to do what he does best. What stood out for you guys? <laughs> One thing, I forgot how big he is. Yeah, he's a large yeah, His individual. stick is 12 feet long, too. Yeah. That's what she said. Oh, but hey. like, um, no, he looked really good. He was like banging and crashing. He was firing everything at the net. He was where he should be, and he looked good with Nuge and Lucic. What's think, not to like? think he's here the rest of the year? I mean, well, what other options do they have, right? They're pretty weak on that right <laughs> side right now. I think so. I thought he played great. I, I you know, I, I, the interview after was the highlight. Oh yes. for me. He's the best. Because you yeah. know what? I, I bet a year ago, I bet he wouldn't even have done that interview. So give, I, I give him huge props for just having the balls to go out there and do an English or an English interview with Gene that he doesn't really know what he's talking about. See, I was super pumped too, and I put that up. I'm like, isn't he cute? And then somebody in the Edmonton media who remained nameless because I've never been able to cite an anonymous source before ever was like, yeah, it drives me nuts. The Oilers told him last year to learn English, and he was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it if that's the truth. Yeah. Oh, pool party. If that is God the, bless you. Because if that is the truth, what are they going to say? I work in Mexico. I didn't learn Spanish. Yeah. What, yeah. What it's you, the height yeah. of ignorance, and I respect another man who will bring it out. He's got Pacarina as his translator. That's what Pacarina is there for. We've seen other athletes like in baseball and stuff. Like, like a guy like Ichiro Suzuki has played in baseball for almost twenty years, and he can speak English, but he doesn't give a lot of interviews. You don't have to. Why oh, not? totally. Why yeah. not? I, I was Absolutely. impressed with what he did. At that what was it like? I, I will score, and then it's good, and then we'll come. And then just <laughs> yeah. to look in his face, he was like, "Those are my words. Yes. Take them or leave them." Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Probably I, I hope because- he stays up all year. He's a character. Yes. I, I don't know. That many people in the NHL are that expressive of a face. Oh my god! He's just god. one of those guys that, like, a cocked eyebrow tells me more than a forty-five minute Ryan Smith interview. And his tongue is something else. He, yeah. there, we've got pictures of it on the Nation of his tongue just like way up his own he nose. Knows. It's amazing. Here's an idea for a T-shirt, boys. Oh, a silhouette of Pulleyarvi with the tongue up the nose. <laughs> Oh, that doesn't sell. I don't know what will. I think that will be gone. Get oh, get it man. get it ready for Christmas. Get it ready for Christmas. There's a lot of good pictures from Pulleyar that you could put on a T-shirt. But like he's just got that very expressive face where he's I love talking. It. He's in the penalty box. He's making faces. People are loving it. Speaking of penalty box, by the way, Strudwick was all fired up about this. Did you see the game against Brooklyn? Eric Ryba get the penalty, and the gentleman sits. Almost yeah. literally on Griba's yeah. lap. Yeah. yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. That Talk was about wild. personal space. Do you guys like in Nation HQ, is there any close talkers? Does Nation Dan sit right on your guys' lap when there's clearly room for No, we're internet shows? folk. We don't even like having sustained conversations no. with one another. It's like, hey man, like we could do it like this, <laughs> but could you just like type it or like write it down on a piece of paper with some emojis that you drew? But I'm not even joking. Chris and I sit immediately beside each other. Really? And we will text each other. Really? For for various things. Yeah. Wow. Did not expect that. Sometimes you just need to have a record of it. Sometimes it's just funnier. 
like I'll see him on Facebook or something and I'll send him a message on Messenger's be like, hi Chris. Do you guys ever think there's someone monitoring like all yes, like, like do you think always do you, monitoring, there, always. Do you think there's someone mm-hmm. like designated to monitor your and Chris's conversations or Wanya yours and anyone? Do you think there's someone? Well, yeah, the dedicated? people who are monitoring their conversations, <laughs> I pay. Okay. And I'm like, if those fuckers say anything about me, I want you to come and get me. We're gonna go up there and kick their ass. But it's funny, you, I just watched Snowden, so this oh, is on my perfect. mind. <laughs> but do you sure think enough. there's either, like, if that does happen, guys, like, look at what this asshole said. Look at these guys. It's two in the morning. They're right beside each other. Do you think that goes on in NSA headquarters or wherever Have spying you, does happen? Was it South Park that had the NSA shot where there's all the people watching all the internet stuff and it's just like porn, porn, <laughs> porn, porn? Hey, I've got something. Nope, never mind. Like, if you, I think it was a South Park. Uh, it Simpsons, seems very South Park. Yeah, it's funny. It's all scripted. I mean, like, like, scripted, not in the sense of, like, a TV show is scripted, but they've got filters. Like, we can't get the poo-poo words on the nation anymore. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure it's oh, got that, too. Right? If you say the following five keywords, you're put into a folder, and then a human being looks at it. Really? Oh, sure. That's kind of creepy. I wonder how many times I've showed up in one of those folders, even accidentally. Oh, I've, like, gone on rants on text just hoping that, like, the NSA yeah, would pick it up and be like, oh, this guy again. According to the Edmonton Police Service, he poses a threat only to himself because they talk. Hourly, I assume. You go outside and there's just a guy reading a newspaper in the middle of the night, staring through yeah. your oh, yeah. balcony, kind like, of. Oh, just... you want a show, Daddy? Oh, right. Let's have a little look. See, oop, my towel fell off. <laughs> there's like a. That's cake. how you get rid of a federal tail. <laughs> you just get naked, and oh yeah, you want a bikini car wash? Speaking player? about getting naked, what about that? Uh, the story that came out was it this week about Facebook encouraging people to upload naked pictures of themselves as a prevention measure to not have your nudes leaked? That seems like a trap. Yeah, well, I'm just thinking about that. So hold on, say that again. Well, because Sia, right, the pop star, yeah. she released her own nudes yeah. because paparazzi was trying to sell that. Okay. So you, Maj is 100 percent right. She put it on her Instagram. Uh, there, she was kind of like, "Fuck you." You're we not don't all have money to post our nudes, do we? No, but I, I think that's posting them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, you're not on Insta. We have to talk about this one day for a four thing. I am about- on Instagram. What? Yeah, you I am. are. I am. What's your handle? I am the Mark Knight 13. Oh, for God's sake. Who the hell is supposed to know these? I know. I am oh on Instagram. God, I got to follow you. I was trying to tag you the other day in something I thought was funny. <laughs> I couldn't. No, I am on Instagram. Anyway, sorry. Yes, I am on Instagram. No, so basically the the, the point was that if you upload your nudes to Facebook, they're going to science oh, it. Oh, to prevent revenge porning and stuff? Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. But couldn't you just have your face? Oh, I suppose if you don't have any face. So what's it going to do? <laughs> Facebook is going to have like facial recognition software and be like, oh, that's Clarice's nipples. We recognize those nipples? I guess. Is there that many independent data points on a nipple that you can, like, no two nipples are the same? I kind of want to do it just to see what kind of analysis I get, you know what I mean? That would be. That's really good. That would be, actually. I'm curious now, do they have, like, in, like, an office of Facebook, like, a crime wall with all these nipples and stuff with strings and everything? Well, Zuck hates nudes, right? Like, that's one thing he ain't playing. It's what gave Snapchat the opportunity to live. So I'm sure that he's like, I was in Iowa looking at cows and you decided to get everyone to send you nudes? What the fuck? That's how he talks I was mind. gone for one day. Learning, I was doing my blinking drills with my team that's making me into a human. And while I'm doing my blinking drills. I can't, now I'm now I'm thinking about how short he is. Like if that's like actually a yeah, thing. Yeah, apparently it is a thing. Did like, you know that you can't block Zuck on Facebook? Really? <laughs> really? That's good stuff. Can Take you, that Tom. Yeah. MySpace guy. Can yeah. you block I'm Jack on you. Twitter then? I don't know. That's a very good question. Because if you can't block Zuck on Facebook, I'd imagine Jack is the Twitter guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Jack, that's yeah, the yeah. CEO. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Really interesting, interesting stuff. When you were said nudes, 
Yeah. I thought we were going to talk about my favorite story in the last two weeks was this fucked up thing with the people driving naked because oh. of the weed tea or whatever the hell they had. That is season three of Fargo, or season four of Fargo. That sounds exactly like something that would happen on that Run show. Run me through this real quick. I, I missed it. So, as I understand it, and I could be wrong, this family who's religious, which absolves you of any responsibilities in this story. Yeah. They sit down with like a visitor to the house who'd just been overseas traveling and they're sitting down for breakfast and the visitor's <laughs> like, oh, I have this tea. Let's have it for breakfast. Uh-oh. They all drink their tea. Fast forward 20 minutes. They're home invading the neighbor who, family, which is not funny, but it's funny. They put them all in the trunk of the car or some shit and the whole family's naked. And so they, like, go driving down the street, and the dad, like, escapes from the trunk somehow, because if you're, like, high on mushy tea and naked, you're probably not latching up the trunk properly. And then, like, the family gets out, and there's this footage I saw of, like, the cops loading all these naked people, and they're, like, crazy, crazy shit. And then they're just like, oh, well, we were all on drug tea. And they did, like, blood tests, and they found that there was, like, toxinogens in their system. And they're like, are you criminally responsible if you do crazy shit on drugs, which I think you have to say yes, otherwise every meth head from here till forever is like, what, when the religious family got naked and did a home invasion, they got off, but I can't talk to this post for a week thinking it's a president. What's not to like about this story? Oh, it's the best. I I, I was reading the news every day, obviously, while I'm gone, I want to know what's going on back home, and it was like, naked family home invasion. (laughs) Like, what? No, I don't want to miss this. What would, like... Is that basalt's tea? Like, what is that? Something that'll definitely mess you up. I have a story that, I don't know if it'll top naked in a police car. <laughs> Heard it over the weekend. Friends of mine. I haven't seen them in years. I'll keep their names out of it to keep their secrecy. Oh, yeah. Nobody's listening to this. Yeah. It's but, yeah. So, they were at work one day. They have a nice apartment. And they get a call one day saying, hey. Edmonton, this is happening? Edmonton. Go they get on, a call yes. from the police. Yeah. And he goes, hey, is everything okay? He's like, yeah. He's like, were you in an argument with your girlfriend or anything? He's like, no, my wife and I are at work. You should probably come home. Okay, so they come home, like 20 <laughs> cops, dog unit, everything's outside. <laughs> so they get to the door and police, okay, just, is this a condo or a house? A uh, condo. Okay, so okay, condo. okay. So a cop Quality, goes, quality. Uh, okay, brace yourself. It's kind of messy. Okay, so they open the door. So what happened is some guy... Basically got his way through a parkade, a homeless gentleman who was probably on lots of drugs, and then got his way up to a floor, kicked down the neighbor's suite because it was empty. They were just moving in. Didn't find anything. So apparently, like, got on the balcony and, like, jumped over to the other side. Phenomenal. Like, kicked down that door and then just started trashing their house, drank all their booze. He was cut, so there was blood everywhere. Oh, no. And the sketchy thing is, is they found, like... There's already a lot of sketchy things in this story. (laughs) The propane tank from their barbecue was on the floor, turned on with matches spread out all over. So they're like, what is happening? All their booze was drinking. And their house, this guy got into their house and just like trashed it. So when the cops showed up, they kind of fought him a little bit, but he was clearly tweaking. So imagine just I'm going out to work on this nice (laughs) June day and then you come home and your house is like your fourth floor just trashed. Oh man! So cops were a great parenting, but they couldn't live in there for like two weeks. Oh yeah, because no. like and like hazmat suits are coming because they didn't know what happened or what yeah. that guy left. Might live in my blood condo. Yeah, oh. honestly, like left anywhere. So imagine coming home to that. Wow! I don't know if that quite tops naked in the back of a car. Wow, that's pretty nasty. One time I had a hooker accidentally living in my basement. 
And uh, it's actually a good story. I suppose it was. Tell he it he now. told me the story. It's a, a reasonably so good story. So the squire and I move out, and I had a girlfriend at the time. And was this the hooker? Uh, no, okay. no, she wasn't the hooker. No, she's the reason why we moved out because as a foreign gal, I too had an Australian. Uh, bag milk i understand an australian uh, love interest in the movie as it were and i was like oh my god the fifth time i ever met this girl we're living together i live at home <laughs> you know so i like call a squire I'm like yeah you know man like we should move out yeah good idea so fine we bought this house the basement suite i'm like we'll be billionaires we'll have someone living in the basement some idiot giving us a thousand dollars a day we can take that money we can buy supplies we'll be living like kings and this this gal moves into the basement and she's like, oh, I work for an oil company. And I'm like, well, and I'm in charge of interviewing people. You don't, you know I'm not in charge of anything. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, it sounds real nice. Uh, it, uh, oil, eh? Yeah, okay. Write down her reference. Then, because I'm super smart and I've seen all sorts of CIA movies, I don't call the number she gives me. I call the switchboard and ask to talk to her boss. So-and-so, yeah, she's fine. Just started here. Great. She moves in the basement. Then... I can't remember how, but I was at some party and I like mentioned something and my friend was like, I'm sorry, who lives in the basement of your house? And I'm like, oh, Clarice. And she's like, oh, hmm. And I'm like, why did you make that noise? And she's like, oh, no, nothing. It's not my place to gossip. And I was like, gossip about what? Oh, nothing. And she like left. You right? can't do that. Though. Girls always yeah, walk away from me that. when I'm talking can't to them. I'm that. like, fine, fine. So Nothing good happens when you go, oh, hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yada, yada, yada. And yeah. away I went. Yeah. Oh, really? That's interesting. It's just funny that never mind, and then they walk away, right? I so you fast that. forward, and I take a week off work when Guitar Hero comes out because I didn't really <laughs> want to work at that point. I wanted to just go pro on Guitar Hero, and the 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 the, the downstairs tenant isn't going to work, and I'm like, well, that's odd. I thought she worked in an oil company, and she was the new you know CFO of. Exxon or some shit. Yeah. No. And so then I was like, that's really odd. She seemed to have a lot of gentleman callers as well, like visitors and friends and the like, right? And I have like a fancy Australian girlfriend. And so I'm like telling her these. She's like, immediately, she's like, it's a prostitute. It's totally a prostitute. I'm like, it's not a prostitute. It's just like a lady with All a lot night, of friends. Yeah, who doesn't <laughs> leave a lot. And so then uh, I'm back at a party and I see my friend again. I'm like, hey, that girl lives in my basement. Is she a prostitute? And she's like, mm hmm. And then walked away. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, because now what am I going to do, right? You can't, like, throw someone out because yeah. they're a prostitute. And, like, if you know the Labor and Tenancy Act, you know how to, like, get around things. So the squire and I are like, oh, holy shit. And then it got way worse because her boyfriend moved in. And her boyfriend might have been a pimp. I don't know how the whole thing works. It's all very scary. But he, for sure, shit wasn't supposed to be on the lease or anything like that. He had this giant dog oh. that we could hear barking downstairs. It, it comes to a point with, like, your finale here, and I'll build to it. I'm like, okay. Let's put a couch against the door, first of all. So that was our alarm system. So we had, like, this couch, like, leaned against the back door. And I'm like, we're safe, girlfriend. Don't worry. I'll take care of you. You're in a foreign country. I'm like, okay. I'm going to go downstairs and evict these motherfuckers. So I go to the door. Squire behind me. I took the lead. And this, like, muscle man comes to the door. And I'm like, hey, man, you don't live here. And you got to leave. And blah, 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 blah. I'm not leaving. I'm like, you are going to leave or you'll have to kill me because this is my house. And I wouldn't do this to you. And you can't do this to me. And blah, 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 blah. Fine. They leave. They leave, and the guy writes on the wall, check your brakes, but he spelt brakes wrong. And I was like, does he have the brains to cut brake lines if he can't spell brakes? Probably not, but then I go downstairs. And this is a similar moment to, I think, your friends. The dog, which was the size of a Volkswagen Jetta, had not gone outside to do its business the entire time it was there. 
And then in the one bedroom, it was like this guy's special place, and there was nudie magazines everywhere, despite living in the internet age, bag milk. Mm. With a prostitute. And little tiny Kleenex wads oh, everywhere around. Happy tissues everywhere. And I was like, man, this is not what I signed up for, and I became a slum landlord. Huh. And then we ripped out all the carpet, just in case, just because somebody yeah. else would have been there. So person breaking in on meth drinking all your booze terrible someone down in the basement with an alstation dog jerking it and throwing their wads everywhere that basically the long and short of it is the world is wild yes wear a hazmat suit at all times okay i have a lot of questions about that go on how did your friend at the party yeah. know this person was a prostitute because she was a gossip oh so and she word had gotten around that a girl oh. she'd gone to school with was tricking on the side okay mm-hmm. was how long did this whole situation, like from when she first moved in yeah. till happy tissues all over his bag, I'll put it. Three months. And that was probably oh. arguably the craziest three months of your life. That's oh, wow. I didn't even crack the top 100, <laughs> but there was like a sliding scale of like, oh, maybe, eh, ooh, and then the, the, the Guitar Hero week when she didn't leave, that's when we knew. Bag Milk, do you have a, a roommate story or anything to come close? Like, No. Well, you've seen all sorts of funny things I mean, in I've alleys. Seen, yeah, I've seen all sorts of weird shit, but never in my house. Yeah. Uh, nah. All I can really do is follow up with a story of my own, where in Paris, they are opening up the world's first uh, nude restaurant. I like it. Paris, I mean, France? Yeah, Paris, France. Uh, it has nothing to do with your stories about a homeless man breaking into an apartment What's or a hooker living angle? in yeah, Mine your... had a sex angle, yours is a sex There's nudity probably in all three stories. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's all I got. That's really all I got is a nudie uh, restaurant in France. Did that, you go to enjoy. it? Enjoy. I don't know if I could. I've been to bars where they don't have tops on. Is that an? I've done. I've been there too. But like, you described a strip club. Yeah, yeah. That's (laughs) not the first one ever. Like, okay, ready? Here's the idea. We'll serve you drinks, but they're girls and the guy guys. Oh yeah. So basically, how it works is you go into this restaurant clothed. Yeah. There's like big uh, blackout curtains over the window, so you can't just like walk by and gawk as you would. Yeah. And then you go into a change room like you're at the gym, and then you come out nude, and you you the customers are naked. Oh yeah. The staff is clothed for hygienic no. purposes. I would imagine that. Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. So then you come out naked. You sit down. You you know you eat your uh, taquitos or whatever they're serving, and you make on with your day. I don't know how eating a an order of cabbage rolls is better. Sans yeah, pants, but I I don't and that was in France. You said yes, in Paris. I feel like it would dictate my order. Dictate which mm, is what that uh, restaurant was yeah. called. <laughs> it would like you I'd like you would like, would I like scalding French onion soup <laughs> yeah. or a Thai lettuce wrap. No, mm. you have like a tapas menu at most. Jeez, that's I'm. I'm absorbing a lot right now. Why don't you say rather than eating all these beets, you'll go to the naked restaurant in Paris and we'll get a sponsor for it. There you and go. You go to Paris naked, come out traumatized. Yeah, I do that. I would be actually a pretty good work. Yeah, trip. Let, yeah, yeah. Let's work on that. Tell you what, we've gone all over the place. <laughs> let's take a quick time out, then we'll wrap things up on the real life podcast. Brought to you by Hanson Distillery, and I have it on good authority. They are never nude at Hanson. Never distillery. Never nude. Never nudes. The real life podcast is brought to you by SumoJerky.com, which I thought was a stupid business at first until I got into it. Let me just explain it. It's basically a jerky of the month club, which sounds very, very silly until you start thinking it through. So basically head over to sumojerky.com, sign up yourself, or even better, give it as a gift. Now, you're not just getting sumo jerky. What sumo jerky is, is they source like artisan handmade jerky that you would find at a farmer's market on a Saturday morning in like uh 
Topeka, Kansas. Like They'll get all these strange jerkies that you've never even thought of or heard of, but it's the top quality jerkies in the world. Matter of fact, sumojerky.com has had one of the highest satisfaction ratings of any subscription service on earth since 2014. Think about artisan beef jerky showing up at your house every month, or even better yet, showing up at your dad's house every month as a gift. You get him a Christmas gift, and you sign up, and it just shows up every single month. He gets three types of jerky. You head over to sumojerky.com, type in your preferences so you don't get the cilantro jerky, and you don't get the pineapple jerky, because you got basic taste, and you get pepper jerky and teriyaki jerky, but... It's from Texas, and it's made with love, and it shows up. If you want that to be part of your life, sumojerky.com is where you need to head. Let's talk about the Oilers. Yes. Because I want to understand if I am understanding things correctly, and I want to get some hot takes from people who know things. We're not in panic mode. I don't think so. I'm in tell everybody off mode when I'm people going deep on people on social right now and calling out certain folk that I don't think deserve it. What is the issue right now, Bagmo? What is what are we? Let's let's take the last road trip off the books. Good road trip off the books. Problem is, uh, outside of four or five guys at the top of the roster, nobody else is scoring. Yep. I why I said it at the start of the sh- or start of the year. A lot of things went right for them last year. A lot of nights, well, not a lot of nights. There are nights where Drake Kajula would have two or three points, and Anton Slepshev would have two or three points, yeah. and the bottom six would have. Those aren't happening right now. Cam Talbot started nine trillion games last year. And was good in the majority of those. I just think so many things went right. And now this year, guys are all kind of slumping at the same time. Like but surely a, it isn't like we're either third or 30th. No, like, I, it shouldn't. No, be. I think they'll figure it out. A guy like Oscar Clefbaum, I think, will round into shape that we're used yeah. to. He's just going through a slump right now. And I don't think we need to protect him. Like he's struggled. And he's yeah. not the only player that struggled so yep. far. So I just think guys who. You know, maybe their struggles were minimized last year. They're just a little more amplified. And to further your point, I think like there's, like you said, there's guys like Cassian. He's getting all kinds of chances. Mm-hmm. And he just can't cash one. No. And like last year, he finished with 10, 12 goals, whatever it was, 10, 15 disallowed. Yeah. This year, he's not getting a sniff of either of those. So it's like a lot of bad luck. Like the PDO is weak if you're yeah. into the advanced stats. Like even yesterday, the disallowed goal. Fucking Holtby dropped like a sack of potatoes. Oscar nominee fall there. And they get it called back on a goal that should have counted. They should have walked away with a win. It's just like one of those things when it rains, it pours on the bad luck side of the Edmonton Oilers right now. That That's the one thing that, that I keep pointing to. Just a lot of things were kind of cheery last year and kind of maybe coming back down to earth this year. Do you have a theory? Well, I, I just feel like Connor's going through speed but I, syndrome, mm-hmm. but I just don't understand. Like, I feel like in the preseason, they were super cocky. And, like, guys weren't even celebrating when they were scoring preseason goals. And, like, I had to pay real money to see a preseason hockey game, so I expect (laughs) to see a fucking hand in the air after you score. Cassian, or whoever the hell it is. Connor, I understand. You're you're above it all, and you don't even have to celebrate in the regular season. But maybe there was a little bit of that. Maybe there was a little bit of of being high in their own supply. Uh, Reading their own headlines? Or reading headlines about them? or Yeah, you're just... No, they're not going to surprise any more teams anymore. You're going to get a team's best effort every single night. And maybe last year there were some times they were able to skip through a Los An- through a California road trip and like ah, it's just the Oilers, right? Whereas now you have the reigning Hart Trophy player on your team, and everyone wants to beat the best player Where's in the that? game. So now, what about our general manager? Do we make a bit mistake going with a Crimson man? Do we got a Yale guy? I wouldn't trust a Harvard man with a fucking anything. He annoys me. He does? The reason he annoys me is because, objectively, on paper, coming into the season, the team was worse than they were last year, and he did nothing to rectify it. 
Mm-hmm. Say what you want about Eberle's playoff performance. Yeah, he wasn't good. Blah, blah, He's soft. Hate the button hooks. Fuck, whatever. He still scores 20, 25-plus goals at a regular clip. That is exactly what Ray Ferraro said on the show two weeks, or maybe even last week. He's like, love or hate Jordan Eberle, the end of the love. year. He's Sorry. got his 20 to 25 goals, mm-hmm. and that's just not there anymore. And Ryan Strom doesn't do that. Ryan Strom is a piece of garbage. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.